You're listening to the B2B Content Show, a podcast about the how, what, and why of B2B content marketing. The show is brought to you by Conversa, a podcasting agency that helps B2B brands start podcasts to connect with prospects, generate content, and grow brand awareness. Now, my guest today is Vanessa Hartung, Director of Content Marketing at Verisynth, which is a sales performance management software. Vanessa, welcome to the show. It's great to have you on. Thank you. Great to be here. So as we all know, unfortunately, it looks like we might be heading into some not great economic times, maybe a, 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 a recession, although it's hard to tell. And, you know, I know things can get a little rocky for marketing teams during a recession. So I want to talk with you today about how uncertain economic times can impact content marketing teams. And, you know, I, let's, let's just begin with you and your team. What's been going on? How has this, you know, not awesome predictions of what might happen? How has that affected your team, your plans for next year, all that stuff? Yeah, so it's definitely affected the way that we, you know, go to market and the amount of time and budget that we have, you know, in terms of creating content, you know, getting it out, distributing it, you know, amongst others, as well as the type of content. So we're seeing, you know, a shift in what's, you know, effective with our audience today versus even six months ago, we're seeing a change. So it's really having an impact on how we engage our target audience. Mm -hmm. Okay, so... What give us a few examples of the kind of content that you're producing now that you weren't producing six months ago? Yeah, so now we're producing a lot more of that, you know, value-based content. So, you know, of course, with B2B in particular versus, you know, B2C, there's a bit of a higher risk in terms of when they're bringing on a, you know, new software and new technology. You know, if they bring in the wrong kind or if it turns out it doesn't work, you know, unfortunately, it's not just a whoopsie or I'll try a different you know, alternative to that. Sometimes it could mean their jobs. So mm -hmm. the stakes are high and people don't want to get it wrong. So they're really looking for content that's going to help validate, you know, the technology that they're bringing on board, build that trust and know that once they sign their name on that dotted line, that they're getting what they paid for and they're going to be able to, you know, demonstrate that ROI. Mm -hmm. And so what kind of content are you putting out there specifically to help, you know, to help ease those fears or to kind of get people in the right frame of mind to make a purchase? Yeah. So we're really leveraging a lot of our internal data that we mm -hmm. have access to, to, you know, demonstrate to our audience, Hey, this is the ROI that some of our customers had seen and really Cutting, cutting through the fluff, so to speak. You know, a little while ago, six, seven months ago, it was really focused on, you know, how do we create fun experiences? You know, how do we have a more playful sense with our, with our content and our messaging? And, you know, while there's still a little bit of that there today, it's definitely, you know, not as much of a focus for us. So we're doing a lot more infographics that are pure data points, a lot more success stories that we're pulling apart and using those in a variety of channels to really make our content go that extra mile because of course no one can sell your solution better than someone who's a happy customer using it today. And that also helps us reduce the amount of referrals and references that our sales team needs to set up, which they always love. And, you know, a lot of the more proof point content, so social proof, and like I said, data points to really hone in on the fact that 
we've got the right solution and you won't go wrong. Mm -hmm. And this is all being driven, at least in part, by the economic outlook. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Just very risk adverse. We're finding our, our audience these days. So are there what kinds of content are you maybe backing away from or are you finding just isn't as engaging these days? So we're finding that things like long form ebooks that are more based on creating an engaging experience than delivering the hard cold facts, so to speak. And a lot of we saw, you know, a pretty big drop off with a lot of our interactive quizzes, which is, you know, always a little bit of a pain point because it's not easy to get things like that stood up overnight. Yeah. But it's just not what our audience is going for. They don't, unfortunately, have more of that, I wouldn't say leisure time, but, you know, a little bit of time on their hands to engage more with us and build their familiarity with the brand before they jump to a solution. Mm -hmm. Now they're just going straight, straight into the solution. What can it do for me today? Okay. And do you think, again, that's because they're feeling the pressure of like, you know, economy, not great. We just need to stick to like either what we know or if we're going to make a change, it better damn well, you know, yep. work and not cause us any trouble. Exactly. Yep. That's exactly it. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm sure anyone working in business these days sees the headlines of unfortunately wave after wave of layoff and yeah. Being able to position yourself at a company as someone who is delivering value and able to help, you know, streamline things, automate everything, that is so critical at this moment for, for our buyers and what I've seen in general with B2B. And that that luxury of quote unquote fun, you know, content has yeah. fallen a little bit by the wayside. So, you know, kind of sad because of course as content creators, it's always fun to get in there and create something unique, but when the audience yeah. is just looking for that, you know, those straight to the point, got to listen to what the audience wants. That's what you got to give them. Right. Mm -hmm. So now have you and your team felt, I don't know, what's the right word, like extra pressure to kind of deliver internally to kind of prove your own ROI? Oh, absolutely. And of course, when we took this pivot to focus more on the value base, the proof point content, there was some questions internally because of course people also love to see fun content and engage yeah. internally with it as well. So, you know, there was some questions that were raised. So was this the right direction? And luckily for us, we've got a great content strategist on our team and a marketing ops team behind us that pulls the data and takes a look and we're able to go back to our leadership to, to actually show them that, hey, with this, you know, more proof point type content. Specifically, there was an infographic that we released recently that saw almost 25% more downloads than all of our previous mm. infographics. So it was gobbled right up. And mm -hmm. having that insight to be able to say, this is what's working is, is helping us manage those internal expectations. But of course, like many teams, we're doing trying to do more with less and less mm -hmm. and, you know, leveraging that data to get it to go that, that extra mile and communicate the value of what we're actually creating for our audience has been pivotal. Yeah. You know, I've been having kind of a lot of these types of discussions with guests on the show and hearing, and, and I'd love to get your take on why is it important to keep marketing during a recession? 
you could just turn off the spigot, right? And be like, cut back, save all the money. Look, everyone I've had on the show is a marketing leader. So of course they're a little biased, but I think that, you know, you can make some really solid arguments. So what's, what's the case that you make for why, when a recession is coming or it's already hit, why you need to keep marketing? Really it's to, I would say, keep that top of mind. And the fact is that recessions, while no doubt hard, not a good time, are not forever. They're not going to stay. And when, you know, businesses come out on the other end. And if there's no one within marketing helping beat that drum, then when buyers get back out into the market, there's really not going to be a lot there for them to engage with and understand the value that your business is able to deliver. So keeping that, you know, drum beat going will help on the other side of things and buyers are ready to engage again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it, right? I mean, I think especially like B2B content marketing, it's not something you just turn on and off. Yeah, it's right. it needs to be consistent and flowing in order to work, even during tough times. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I actually do have one final question, and that is how can people reach you? Yeah. So LinkedIn, always best. But of course, you, know, you can always reach out. Via email, vhartung at verison.com is the best way. All right. Awesome. Well, we'll put a link to your LinkedIn in our show notes. And uh, Vanessa, thank you so much for a really great conversation. Really appreciate it. And we're recording this the day before Thanksgiving. So I want to wish you, Vanessa, a happy Thanksgiving and a thank happy you. Thanksgiving to all of our listeners, even though by the time you hear this, Thanksgiving will be long gone. But it's the thought that counts. That's it for this episode of the B2B Content Show. You can subscribe anywhere you get podcasts on any podcast app. And while you're at it, you might as well give the show five stars and leave an over-the-top comment about how much you love the podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or you know someone who you think would be a great guest, let us know. You can contact me at jeremy at conversa.com. That's C-O-N-N-versa.com. The B2B Content Show is brought to you by Conversa Podcasting. Check us out at conversa.com to learn more about how we help B2B brands start podcasts to connect through conversation with the buyers and decision makers you need to get to know to grow your business. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time.